Hello, and welcome to this week's sermon podcast from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Here we preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Whether you find the message to be uplifting or challenging, comforting or even unsettling, we hope it'll help you grow in faith and your relationship with God. Thank you for listening. To God be the glory. The first reading is from the sixth chapter of Isaiah. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphims, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundation, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, It's all over. I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am. Send me. The second reading is from Romans chapter 8, verses 12 to 17. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you who have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves, instead you received God's Spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. Here ends the reading. The Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, You cannot see the kingdom of God. 
What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans cannot reproduce. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. Just as you cannot hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. How are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, You are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things? I assure you, we will tell you what we know and have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all. Amen. So I want to begin today by showing you a short video. Now I'm guessing there are very few of us in the room who have the mathematical moxie of the cat you are about to see. But even if we can't follow all of the cat's calculations, we can still get a sense of what's going on. We didn't have the sound on. There's a satisfying crash at the end of that. Now, I don't know exactly which calculation that cat got wrong, but it must have been painful hitting that barn door. And I also don't know exactly how it was that Nicodemus ended up talking with Jesus in our gospel story today. Maybe Nicodemus and the other Pharisees were hanging out at the local watering hole at the end of a long day at the synagogue. Maybe somebody mentioned, you know, someone really ought to go and talk to that Jesus fellow and figure out exactly what he's up to. Maybe Nicodemus drew the short straw, or maybe he was voted the one most likely to have the theological moxie to go toe-to-toe with Jesus in a debate. However it happened that they got together, we have the account of how that conversation went. And it went about as well for Nicodemus as it did for the cat in the video. Oh, Nicodemus thought he had the right theological formula, the correct angle. He approached Jesus from a scholarly position. He makes his opening statement based on hard facts, observation, logic, and deduction. Teacher, we know that you have come from God because no one can do 
The signs we have, have observed you doing unless they have the presence of God with them. Nicodemus is setting the stage for an intellectual debate about religious matters that can be calculated and formulated and reasoned out. And Jesus throws a wrench in all of it by talking about the mysteries of faith and about being born again and about the movement of the Holy Spirit which cannot be put into a well-reasoned box but blows where and when it chooses so we don't know where it comes from or where it goes. Well, all of this throws Nicodemus off kilter. Jesus isn't following the rules about how these scholarly conversations should go and Nicodemus takes Jesus literally And asks, how can an old man be born again? And he discovers that all of his formulas and calculations and equations about religious matters aren't going to work with Jesus. And like the cat in the video, Nicodemus hits the theological barn door. I wonder if in some ways we are like Nicodemus and that cat. We want to have the right formula, the right equation about God figured out before we talk about religious matters with others. We don't want to get into a conversation about faith and end up hitting the barn door. Today is a perfect example for me. On our liturgical calendar, we are celebrating Holy Trinity Sunday. This is the day when preachers are supposed to explain the Trinity to their flock. Truth be told, I usually try to schedule someone else to preach on this day. But this year, I forgot. I scheduled myself, and here I am showing you cat videos. See, I don't have a calculation to unravel the mystery of how the Trinity works. I mean, talk about math formulas. This is the day we celebrate one God in three persons. The math equation goes like this. One plus one plus one equals one. But what if, what if we don't have to have it all figured out in order to share our faith with others. I mean, I think people are much more interested in how we witness to our faith by how we live our lives and how we love God and love our neighbor. People are drawn when we can authentically talk about our experiences with God and how this spirit that blows when and where it wills has directed our lives. Sometimes we have to leave the well-reasoned calculations unfinished and just take a leap of faith and discover that the Holy Spirit may just catapult us to the roof of that barn. And it's not always something we can explain. To be a person of faith is not just an intellectual exercise. The rebirth that Jesus is talking about in our gospel, the rebirth that has Nicodemus so confounded means allowing God to change your whole way of being in the world. Rebirth into God's reign comes not through intellect or perfect doctrine or exacting formulas. 
It comes through faith. And you can't explain transformation. You just have to experience it and know that others will see the change in you. Well, someone who has modeled this unbridled, authentic, joyful faith for me recently is 11-year-old Sarah Zink, who is a member here at Good Shepherd. You may remember a month or so ago, we welcomed some new members into our congregation, and we put together a little bio sheet about each family, and we included an email address for each family on this sheet, and I guess Sarah saw this, she saw the pictures, she saw the email address, and She decided she was going to write an email to these new members to welcome them to Good Shepherd. So without prompting from her parents or truly anyone on our staff, this is what Sarah wrote. Hello, new members. My name is Sarah Zink, and I am 11 years old, and my family has been going to Good Shepherd since 2005. For me, 2007. And we love it. I hope that you will soon love it as well. One of the best parts about Good Shepherd and something unique about it is manna. Manna is our form of Sunday school. It is for all ages and after the 930 service. You will be engaged with a song in the Bible lesson, then spread out into small groups called outposts. After your outpost, you will come back to the fellowship hall and close in a song and creed. We also have two adopted classes at Taft Elementary School, a third grade and a second grade class. Throughout the school year, we will help those students. And all your activity is being a pen pal for second grade or third graders. During Christmas time, you can adopt a family and buy them presents. We also have visits to Taft Elementary. I hope that you will enjoy Good Shepherd as much as my family and I do. Sincerely, Sarah Zink. P.S. My parents, Ron and Katie, are copied on this email and are excited to welcome you to Good Shepherd. You see, for Sarah, faith isn't dependent on having the right answers or formulas. It's about being a part of a church family where you get to learn about Jesus together. It's about welcoming others in and serving our neighbor It's about exploring our questions openly and picking each other up if someone happens to crash into the barn door. It's about being a church that equips us to go and live our faith every single day. Eventually, Nicodemus understood He went to Jesus, as we read today in chapter 3, looking for a scholarly debate. But that night with Jesus must have changed him. Because at the end of John's gospel, Nicodemus shows up again. This time he shows up with Joseph of Arimathea, the foot of the cross, after Jesus died. And Joseph and Nicodemus tenderly take the lifeless body of Jesus and they wrap it in linen and burial spices and they are the ones that lay Jesus in the tomb. An act that reached beyond 
the intellect. It was an act of love. You see, Nicodemus, in that moment, didn't try to intellectually explain the cross or present a scholarly formula of what it all meant. He simply found a way to serve Jesus, whom he had grown to love. Maybe there is a lesson in that for us. We don't need to have the theological moxie to explain the Trinity or the cross or how the Spirit works in the world. Sometimes we just need to take a leap of faith and open our hearts to show others how deeply we love Jesus. And maybe every once in a while, the Holy Spirit will catapult us to the roof barn, the barn of the roof. And it will be a mystery to us as to how it happened. We will just know that the power came from a love beyond ourselves. And then we can witness and testify to that love. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Please browse our website for other opportunities to grow in faith or serve the Lord. If you are able to worship with us at any time, we would be most honored by your presence.